which witch watchers spotted one while having tea when evening came and nighttime spilled its ink across the sky the middle witch witch watchers packed their things and waved goodbye but then by chance they glanced upon the rarest witch of all a ruby-throated cackler look her hat is six feet tall quiet now and listen to her sweet alluring call and jiggity jig, sit on a monkey and snack on a pig. Hickory dickory cackly cow, cack cack a doodle a An open letter from Wolfman's best friend. Dear Wolfman, I wanted to make some things clear. I know we've been roommates for nearly a year, and I probably should have said something before. But could you please try not to scratch the front door? If you want to come in, you should just use your keys. And if you forget them, then please, Wolfman, please! Just knock, and I'll happily open the door. And if I'm not home, please don't howl any more, cause each time you do it, the neighbors complain. And since we're complaining, perhaps you'd explain how you managed to leave so much hair in the tub. I constantly clean it, I scour, I scrub, and I think I should mention it's really a pain. Today, I removed a big clog from the drain, and I tell you, this hair clog was of such a size, it could go to a cat show and take home first prize. So, anyway, that's all I wanted to write. Please take out the garbage. It's your turn tonight. And thank you. Sincerely. Your dog, Dynamite. The Invisible Man Gets a Haircut My hair is a fright, said Griffin one night. At least I assume that it is. It feels awfully long, and the part is all wrong, and it's knotted with tangles and frizz. An invisible ne'er-do-well's hairdo will scare you, no matter how well you cut hair. The barber, downhearted, took aim and got started. The whole thing went downhill from there. Said Griffin, Oh my, that's your thumb in my eye, and my nostril's no place for a comb. Oh dear, where's my ear? Well, I know it was here on my head when I checked it at home. He shouted, Enough! You are being too rough. Then Griffin jumped out of the chair. So Invisible Man wears a visible hat, to conceal his invisible hair. And the other customers in the barbershop are reading this. This first guy, of course, galloped up on a horse, and his face fills the barber with fear. He has not a head, but a pumpkin instead, and the barber can't tell why he's here. The man next to him wants a shave and a trim, so he has to be some kind of nut. The fellow's a ghost, so his hair at the most can be seen, but not possibly cut. The gal at the door has been in here before. Her hair ate his best pair of shears. And the one in the chair says she's sick of her hair, and she wants it like Brittany Spears. A Limerick from Mitchell and Von Fuzz, number 140. With werewolves, there's no need for fright. Their bark is much worse than their bite. Load a small silver bullet, find the trigger, and pull it, and lycanthropes vanish from sight. It is a small world after all.
The Phantom of the Opera still can't get It's a Small World out of his head. Count Dracula doesn't know he's been walking around all night with spinach in his teeth. Will someone please just tell him? It looks so undignified. The zombies almost mentioned it. The headless horseman tried. But when he said, What are you staring at? They lost their nerve and lied. It's been stuck in there for hours now. It's getting kind of sick. I would offer him a toothpick, but he gets this nervous tick if you ever come too close with any kind of pointed stick. Well, really, can you blame us? If